Welcome to Rhema for Today. The reason we must face these questions is because our answer to these questions has a lot to do with what we ourselves receive from God and our status of our spiritual life. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week we went into the archives and found Kenneth Hagin's Come What May, God is Still God. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth Hagin with today's message. Praise God. Hebrews 13.8 says... And who knows what it says. We don't even have to turn to it. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. How do we cope with life when everything's gone wrong? What do we do When someone that we are believing for healing for, and they're believing also for healing, what do we do when they don't get their healing and they pass away? They go on to be with the Lord. What do we do when we're praying and asking God for certain things and things seemingly go wrong and don't work out. I've asked some questions, or raised probably would be the better term to say. I have raised some questions that most would like to forget about. Am I right? Just sort of sweep them on the carpet, so to speak. I have raised some questions that most pastors just like to deal with in private. And maybe I shouldn't have raised the questions. But you know me. I'm willing to deal with difficult subjects from the platform. But I believe that a pastor should be willing to deal with difficult subjects from the platform with his people. But what do we do as a church when we have a person that has sickness that is not unto death, and yet they seem to keep coming in the prayer line for healing and they don't seem to get anything? We have to face these questions as a church. We have to face these questions as individuals. Am I not right? The reason we must face these questions is because our answer to these questions has a lot to do with what we ourselves receive from God 
and our status of our spiritual life. Now that's sort of interesting, but it's the truth. Now, as we begin to think about this, you are probably thinking or probably can go back and think of many people or the people that you've known or a friend or somebody that has not received their healing. Is that not right? How many of you can do that? Did you not have to deal with that? And do you know that a lot of you really haven't dealt with it yet? You have simply just sort of put it over in the backside, you know, of your mind and have just sort of closed the door and you don't even talk about that subject. You don't even think about that subject. Am I right? Now we are going to have to do something with this. In a lot of cases, when this happens, and you have to make this type of decision, something has gone wrong in your family, something has not turned out the way you were praying and believing God for it to turn out. There are usually two avenues that are taken. Either you become stronger in God or you fall back and just go through the motions of Christianity. And sometimes completely fall away from God. I have known people that were actually Rama graduates in the ministry. And because somebody that in their church did not get healed, they took a turn. And now they began to teach that not everybody is supposed to get healed. We must come to an understanding when it comes to this. Either the Word of God is truth, no matter what happens. Either God's Word is true, no matter what happens, or it's not. You see, the problem that usually happens is, is because we don't understand it and we can't figure it out. We have a tendency to go the opposite direction. Well, now, the so-and-so was believing God. I know they're a good Christian and so forth and so on, and they didn't get healed, so therefore, 
there must be something has got to be wrong. There is a problem here. We have not interpreted this right. So it is not God's will to heal everybody. Have you ever heard somebody come up with that kind of a conclusion? Now that kind of conclusion, drawing that kind of conclusion, takes you out of the Word. I, I, I can't help it. Whoever it was that didn't get healed. I've had people in my own family, my aunt, others that have died with sickness in their body. But I cannot afford to let that get my mind and my thinking going in a direction that is contrary to the Word of God. God's Word says that it is His will to heal. You know, in, there in Luke's gospel, it talks about that, what is it, Luke 5, isn't it? Where it says, the power of the Lord, Luke 5, 17, isn't it? And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law setting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. But did you know that not any of them got healed? How many of you know that story? Not any of them got healed. But does that minimize the power? One man that come down through the roof got healed. That's the only one. But the power of the Lord was present to heal, indicated it was present to heal them all. But not any of them got healed. But that does not minimize the power, does it? The power is still there. What should we do when we face situations in our own life where maybe somebody didn't get healed, maybe something didn't happen exactly the way we, you know, we were praying, maybe one of our children, something's not right there. Maybe they've turned their back. Maybe they've done things and so forth and so on. What should we do in these situations? We have to keep standing on the Word. That's correct. Now, what did Jesus do when it didn't work? Look at Mark 6, 5. Mark 6, 5. Now, if you read, I mean, he'd been going around 
He'd been down in Capernaum, and all kinds of people had got healed. In fact, in the fifth chapter of Mark, we have the story of the, of the maniac of Gadara. In the fifth chapter of Mark, we have the story with the woman with the issue of blood. In the fifth chapter of Mark, we have the story of Jairus' daughter being raised. Is that not correct? Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Honey, we have a great offer. Your two CDs on Our Rights in Christ. Yes. Your dad's book, Understanding How to Fight the Good the Fight, fight of faith. faith. Yes. yes. And you have to do that to right. get it out yeah. of the box. Yes. And then uh, my CD, Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones. You know, so many times uh, people, things come, and instead of using them as stepping stones, they stumble. They stumble. Yes. So, Yes, that is for a gift of $24 or more. Yes. We'd be glad to get you this stuff. This is good. Wonderful Bef material. Before you, you have to understand who you are in Christ. Yes. In order to get out of the box. That's right. So, hey, go right now to the computer and order these right now. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth Hagan will continue his message, Come What May, God is Still God. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.